What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly, and today's a takeaways episode. And if you're new here, what a takeaways episode is, is where I sit down and I talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week. And today we're discussing my conversation with Jason Marina. And if you haven't had a chance yet to listen to the full podcast with Jason yet and you don't know who he is, Jason is a videographer on Team Gary V. So he's responsible for producing content for CEO and entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk. And Jason specifically right now is working on the Daily V, Gary's YouTube vlog. And the first takeaway and the first point that I want to talk about from my conversation with Jason was a point he made near the end of the podcast. And we're talking about advice, I think. And he said that like if you have, this is specifically for creatives. And it was like, if you have any inclination if you have just a little bit of you that kind of wants to try being creative whether it be videography photography just just try it put yourself out there and give it a shot because what jason he on he says he jokes with his friends from time to time like honestly man like i just turned on a gopro and i don't know what happened and that's a thing like you never know what's going to happen like what he's joking is about is he used to he got a gopro for when he was going on hikes and stuff and eventually he just kind of fell into a love for videography and photography just through this gopro and he's worked his way through many different cameras now he has a canon 1dx mark ii if i'm not mistaking and it all just started with a gopro so even if you don't have a crazy camera just start creating content because at the end of the day like you never know what's going to happen and you never will know if you never try. So just take the time and put yourself out there. See what happens. Pick up a camera. Take some photos. Take, make some videos. There's so many. And if you're like, I don't know how to do any of that. Google and YouTube are incredible resources that you can teach you pretty much anything that you need to know when it comes to videography and photography. And like looking back at Jason, who like I said, now works for Gary V on Team Gary V, which for a lot of creatives is a very desired position. As far as I'm aware, he didn't go to school for any of it. He self-taught. He learned it all himself. He like like he used to sit in his class at college. Well, so maybe technically, if you want to get super technical, he did learn videography at college and photography and editing and stuff because he would sit in class learning things that he really did not care about. When in the back of the class, he was editing all his photos and videos. So he is self-taught. He learned completely on his own. So don't let the fact that you don't know anything about photography or videography be a hurdle. Go to YouTube, go to Google. You can figure it out. If you really want to learn this stuff, there are so many free resources to do so. Jason has done it. He has climbed to a very, very respectable position within the industry. And he did it all by self-teaching. But an important thing that I really want to highlight with all of this is when it comes to being a creative photographer, videographer, and Jason jokes that he turned on a GoPro and he doesn't know what happened. Now, this was over the course of a couple of years. So if you're just beginning, understand that it's going to take some hard work to get anywhere in the industry, within the creative business. And the creative field is very can be very difficult and very challenging, and it's going to take some time. So Jason says he joked that he turned on the GoPro and he doesn't know what happened, but he doesn't know what happened over the last three, four, five years. I'm not 100% sure when he got his first GoPro, but... It took him some time in order to get to where he is. So it's going to be a process to learn everything, to figure your way, find your style. It all will take some time. But if you put in that time, you never know where you'll end up. And that's kind of what happened with Jason is he picked up the GoPro one day and he slowly started learning. And now, like I said, he works for Gary Vaynerchuk, which for a lot of people, it's considered their dream job. But 
I want to talk about where he kind of learned, like I, where he learned photography and videography. Like I said, it was sitting in the back of his college, at his college class, not caring what the prof was talking about because he was going to school for something he really didn't care about. And he was doing what he actually cared about in the back of the class. So a lot of where Jason learned photography, videography, editing was in college. Yeah. But also he leveraged his spare time. So this is great if you're still in school or you don't have kids yet. If you're someone that has kids, obviously this will be a little bit more difficult, but you have a lot more free time than you probably think you do if you're still in school or if you're working and that's it. You have tons of free time and you should leverage that free time. If you're just sitting at home watching Netflix every day, you're not getting any better at anything. You're just watching Netflix. Of course, there, there could be you watching a documentary, but I always find like the annoying counterpoint. That's just, I'm going on this tangent a little bit for a second. Whenever I'm talking, I'm always worried that like, people are going to be like, oh, but, and I always find the annoying counterpoint to whatever point I'm making, and I like hit on it in these takeaways. I'm going to make that mental note of that and try and do less of that when I'm just ranting. Because like, my big thing is like, I feel like this is also, this is completely separate from like any of the Jason podcasts. This is just me just realizing this in real time as I'm talking. I feel like I just don't want to have like a polarizing opinion. I want everyone to like me. I don't want to like pick a side. And so I always, when I'm kind of talking and like just flowing here in this podcast and these takeaways episodes, I always will like hit myself with the counterpoint. I'll call it the counterpoint that I know is out there, but I'll just then revert back to my actual point. And I should stop doing that. I should just kind of let it flow. And I know that not everyone might agree with me, but that is that. I just really try and like clarify my statements, like I said, so that nobody gets upset with what I'm saying, but understand that no matter what I do, somebody will find a way Someone somewhere can find a way to be upset. So I shouldn't worry too much about that. But where was I? Using your free time with, like, in order to better yourself, right? So I was saying that you could be watching Netflix all day and you're probably not getting much better as a person, but you could use that time to learn to edit or learn some videography and photography and different things like that. And that's extremely important. That's what I do. That's it how I've learned everything with the podcast. That's how I do the podcast. I go to work and I work more than a nine to five. So if you only work a nine to five or you work like 40 hours or less than 40 hours a week, you have a ton of free time. I don't have much free time, but I find a way to make it work. I go to work Monday to Friday and I work on the weekends and all this stuff. And I still find time to research, interview, edit people for hours at a time. And that's how I'm leveraging my free time. I'm not just sitting on my couch playing video games. I'm not just watching Netflix, going to the movies, going out to the bar. I'm using all my free, a lot of my free time to get shit done and learn and get better. And with that in mind, I know I just went on that little rant, but I want to clarify what I mean with, because last week I feel like I was very much on the other side of this. I was like, I wasn't on the other side. So last week, if you haven't listened, it was about Mallory Rowan. It was with Mallory Rowan. We had a long conversation about mental health and hustle and burnout. And I was talking about in the takeaways episode how you need to find those times. Those Well, Mal talked about your non-negotiables. And then I went for a bit of a rant on in the takeaways about how you don't need to hustle all the time. You need to take some breaks and find some time to do things that aren't necessarily just hustling and grinding all the time, which is true. But it's, you shouldn't be not hustling and grinding all the time. There is a bit of a balance and I think you should over-index and you should hustle and grind more, but taking those breaks is important. But in terms of what we're talking about with Jason is you're going to have tons of free time that you can leverage in order to improve yourself as a photographer, videographer and learn these things. So if you're someone that's just starting or you want to start, you have the time, you have the resources. Now, anything else that you have is an excuse as to why you're not starting. So if you want to get into photography or videography, start a business, anything for that matter. 
you can make it work. It's all about how you prioritize. And if you're watching Netflix over starting a YouTube channel, then I guess you really don't actually want to do it. Now, if you have started, you are a creative and you're trying to get a foothold in the industry, you're going out, you're doing shoots on your own and you're really trying to get your work noticed. One very interesting thing that Jason did that really caught my attention was the William Bolton concert. Now, I listen to William Bolton from time to time. He's a good up-and-coming artist. I think he's about 10,000 followers on Instagram at the time of recording this, and he's verified. So what happened was Jason recently did a concert for him, and I was like, oh, like he shot a concert. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, And then William Bolton reposted some of his photos, and he tagged him in the photos. Like, that's sick. So my, I thought that the way that that concert came about was through some photography work that Jason did for some, or some videography work that Jason did for some paparazzis. I thought that was just a link made, and that's how he got that job. I was completely wrong. What Jason did to get a job with William Bolton shooting his concert is he was sitting in a cafe editing, listened to a uh, William Bolton song on Spotify. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Sent him a DM and was like, yo, I like your music. I see you have a concert coming up nearby. I'd love to come and shoot it for you. And yeah, that's how he got a gig shooting a concert for a relatively up and coming artist. And all he did was send a message and ask. That's it. He didn't make any crazy connections. He didn't have to get a job working somewhere. He just straight up asked this kid. He was like, yo, can I come shoot your concert? He was like, yeah, man, for sure. So put yourself out there. You never, ever know who's going to say yes. And a big thing too is you can't let you can't let yourself say no for the other person. Jason didn't look at that, see 10,000 followers, see that he was verified and was like, ah, oh, you know what? Like He's probably going to say no and didn't even try. He gave it a shot. You know what worst thing he's going to say is no. And then, okay, whatever, go about your day. Like, But if he says no, if you're worried about him saying no so you don't send him a message, you're getting the same result. If you don't send him a message, you're not shooting the concert. If you send him a message, he says no, you're not shooting the concert. So why is that such a bad thing for him to say no? It's not. You really need to kind of shoot your shot, take a chance because you never know, right? Like that's what I do with the podcast for the most part. Like I'm starting to get more into like, hey, who do you know? If you don't anybody that'd be good for the podcast, let me know. So I'm starting to leverage some past guests and connections I have in order to get guests. But for a lot of the guests I have on the podcast, I don't know them. I've never met them. I don't know anybody that knows them. And I just fire off a DM. Hey, like I saw your content here. I saw this post. I watched your video and I really like it. I want to come. This is my podcast. I want to have you on the show to talk about this and just list off some different things. That's a really convoluted way of my like first DM or email. But I just straight up cold DM people all the time, asking them to come on the show. And that's how I got a lot of my guests. Like for the most part, like especially the first half, like it was just a straight up like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. And a lot of people say, yes, I don't say no for the other person. And that's how it happens. And you'll be surprised, I think, at the amount of positive reaction you'll get, whether you you have your own podcast or you want to shoot photography or do some videography work. And now, a little caveat here. Something important is that they might not necessarily pay you. I don't know if Jason got paid for the William Bolton concert. I didn't ask him that. But there is a chance that some of this might be free work. And depending on where you're at in your career, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like Jason did a whole, like think of the amount of experience Jason got from shooting that concert. Early in his career as well, he recorded a 10-part vlog series for these paparazzi, these big paparazzi guys in New York. Uh, they're called 24-7 Paps. I can't remember their names, but one of the guys has over 100,000 Instagram followers. And Jason read an article about them in BuzzFeed one night, and he was like, that's kind of cool. 
and he just slid in their DMs, sent them a message like, yo, I would love to come and like kind of produce these videos for you guys and just kind of follow you over the camera and shoot these vlogs. And they're like, yeah, that's dope. And he did it. I don't know if he got paid for that either. But now he has 10 videos that he shot, edited, that were posted by a relatively big YouTube channel. They have over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube as well. And he did it just by asking, which is some crazy experience that he now could put on his resume and then go and pitch to other people when trying to get money. Because you never put something on your resume and someone goes, okay, well, did you get paid for that? No one's ever asked me in an interview if I got paid for the experience that I have. Of course, being a volunteer is different. That's outlined that you're not, but this isn't necessarily volunteer. This is just working for free. So has anyone ever asked you in an interview? That's really cool, but did they pay you for it? They don't. They just look at the experience and what you've done, right? So if you're still earlier in your career and you can't find paid work, then maybe you're going to have to do some free work. But you could get some free work doing some really cool things just by asking. So put yourself out there. Don't be afraid if someone says no. Like I said, the worst thing that's going to happen is they say no. And then you're no worse off than if you'd never asked, right? So just put yourself out there because you never know what's going to happen. And you also never know what's going on behind the scenes, which is my next point. is I want to talk about the Dubai vlog, right? Because the Dubai, the Dubai vlog, if you're not a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk, what that is is he has, like I said, he has his daily V, which Jason is responsible for shooting some of the episodes and editing some of the episodes. And they put out a few months ago now, probably getting on six months ago, I want to say, more than that. I can't remember. Either way, they put up this vlog from when Gary spent a day or two in Dubai and they put out a seven and a half hour vlog. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, when you think about that, that's like three and three movies back to back. More than that could really be four movies back to back to back in one YouTube video. And you're like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, I can't think of anybody else that's put out a video that long on YouTube ever. And you probably, like, you look at that and you think about all the work that probably went into that and the amount of thinking that went into it and, like, the decision-making about that. And realistically, the whole story behind that one is Jason put all the content on his timeline. was like, holy shit, that's a lot. Asked the guy that shot it, yo, I should just, like, want me to just export this as is, as a joke. And he went, yeah, man, sure. We've been kind of talking about doing, like, a more longer-form raw vlog. So, yeah, let's test it out, see what happens. It was literally one, two guys, one question, and that's how that vlog came to be. There was no great discussion. Like you'd think there was a whole deliberation process to get that vlog to where it was. Nope. Literally just Jason early in his VaynerMedia career straight up asking. So like you really never know what's going on behind the scenes, which plays into context. Like judging a situation, this is kind of getting a little bit more like high level, maybe meta. I don't know if that's the right use of the word meta, but about this little situation is you never really know what's going on necessarily. So it's hard to judge when you don't have a full context of any situation. So I just think context is extremely important. That's kind of a takeaway I had from that was looking at that one situation. I would have thought that there was a ton that went into that process and posting a seven hour vlog, but it was actually more minimal than anyone probably ever expected. And the last point I want to make is kind of about what we talked about within the podcast, but also what happened during the podcast. I want to talk about the fire alarm that went off and that's unfortunate. But at the end of the day, like there's nothing we can do. Like it went off. We can't stop the alarm. I don't want to stop the podcast, right? We're in the middle. We have a good flow. We're like halfway through it. Could you imagine if I stopped and then we tried to restart it and probably just wouldn't have worked out as good as if it had. So we powered through the fire alarm and just kept going. And the reason I kind of want to call that out is back in the day when I first started the podcast, that probably wouldn't have been a big deal for me. Like, oh my, this fire alarm's going off, man. Like, fuck didn't really phase me we just like I said we just powered through it and 
it's because at the end of the day, like obviously it's not ideal. If I could choose between having his fire alarm going off in the background and not going off in the background, I'm going to choose having it not going off. But it didn't ruin the podcast. The podcast was still good. Jason still delivered some good value during that 15-minute period when the fire alarm was going off. So I still put it out. I didn't remove any part of when the fire alarm went off. I left a part in there where Jason asked me if I could hear it just to kind of let people know that, okay, shit, the fire alarm's starting, whatever. But they know I kind of called it out at the beginning of the podcast just people knew it was going to end. But at the end of the day, like I just don't want to stress out about this podcast, right? And I'm coming at it now from a bit of a newer angle where I don't want it to be a perfect podcast. I don't need transition noises. I have my intro, my outro song, but that takes me two seconds because I really want these conversations to be more raw and real and like not edited, like I not edited really at all. Like I just, I'll fly through them to get clips and that's it. The only thing that I'll really remove, like I'll remove some background noise here and there, but I'm not going to stress about a lot of background noise because I don't want this to be perfect like an Instagram feed. I want this to be raw and real and the unscripted behind the scenes of that perfect feed that you're seeing. So I don't stress out about background noise as much as I used to. Plus, more often than not, people aren't even going to notice. Obviously, people notice about the fire alarm because it went off for 15 minutes straight. Like I said, nothing we can do. But even like in another example is when my dog barks. Like that used to just be like the end of the world for me. If my dog barked during a podcast, oh no. Like I was just completely thrown off. I'd go red in the face. It was a gong show. Like I'd be embarrassed with the podcast guest because this is when I still recorded in my house more often than remotely. And I was like, oh my goodness, my dog is barking and it's going to ruin the entire podcast. The dog barks for like a fraction three seconds of a one hour podcast. It doesn't ruin the entire thing, but I used to. And all of that to say is like, you're going to put more pressure on yourself than someone, than your audience is going to put on you, especially in the early stages. You're going to put way more pressure on yourself to make the perfect product. And this is something I talked about with Jason on the show is that good enough is better than perfect. And I've talked about this in the past, that good enough is better than perfect. Perfect is not perfect. And good enough is perfect because trying to get it one like to that 2% better than where it's at to make it quote unquote perfect could take you just as long as putting the entire video together to get to 98%. So the amount of work that it takes to make the quote unquote perfect product really isn't worth it. At the end of the day, quality is subjective. What you think is awesome, someone might think sucks. Like Jason talked about like he put in a ton of effort on a daily V, made like got a bunch of good B-roll, put cinematic bars on it, thought it was such a sick video, got 60,000 views. Another one that he edited, he was like, he had to leave for vacation like six hours. So he just kind of cruised through this video, got it done as fast as he could. 250,000 views. And if you ask Jason, he thinks the video with 60,000 views is way better than the one with 250. But at the end of the day, he can't be the judge of that. The audience is the judge of that. So you not don't necessarily have the ability to dictate what is high quality and what's not. Quality is subjective, so don't beat yourself up trying to make the perfect video or the perfect photo or the perfect podcast because quality is subjective and good enough is perfect and i want to thank you for listening to this podcast whether you've listened the entire way through you've only listened to bits and pieces i really appreciate you taking the time to check this out do me a favor guys go and follow jason on instagram i'll make sure it's linked in the show notes down below and you can also find me on instagram or twitter by searching up at the jacob kelly feel free to come and say hello my dms are always open if you like to follow the podcast you can see some videos from the podcast even when it's just a remote interview and there is no actual video i'll make some content with a visual so you can see it if you want to so you can check us out on instagram at my social life podcast or on youtube by searching up my social life thank you once again for listening everybody we'll talk soon